Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Sega Network for giving me this opportunity to bring to you all the show about Reiki and all things concerning Reiki and what Reiki is and a lot of the things that the founder of Reiki was interested in. Um, here we share things about Reiki, we share things about um, religion, spirituality, personal growth, um, all kinds of interests that Mikao Sui had, martial arts, religions, um, sociology, people, and different customs and ways. Just a very interesting mix. Uh, he also was a great, um, great um, lover of metaphysics and metaphysical uh, things. So uh, it's it's just a kind of hodgepodge of everything that uh, Mikao Sui was interested in and of course Reiki. As you know, Reiki is a blessing and it is a method developed by Mikao Sui for spiritual and personal growth. It is a practice that continues throughout life and Reiki in itself is there are many meanings as of late of what the actual Reiki means, but most of the um, general population, Reiki is spiritually conscious or spiritually guided energy. Um, my guest tonight is Jogan Hakata Kohler, who is a Reiki Shihan that was trained by Hayakuten Inamoto Sensei, who's also my sensei, while he was living in Kyoto, Japan from 2007 to 2010. If you know Jogan already, you know that he is also a Buddhist lay teacher who converted to Buddhism in 2006. He received the name Jogan, which 
means pure vow. This vow refers to the vow the Buddha took to help all become enlightened, and this serves as his inspiration and motivation. What you may not know about Jogan is that he worked for nearly a decade as a producer for Nippon Television's Zoom In. Asa, live from New York, a national movie news program in Japan, similar to the Today Show here in the U.S. He produced thousands of segments that were broadcast nationally in Japan. The executive producer of Zoom in Asa, live from New York, is helping out with this project as an advisor and consultant. Jogan's husband, Kenta, who is Japanese in descent, is also helping to coordinate in this project. Jogan helped to open and is the general manager of the Namaste Bookshop, Namaste Gift Shop in New York, and they're at 2 West 14th Street. More information on that in a little bit. Uh, Jogan also... Uh, heads up the Namaste Healing Center. The website for Namaste Bookshop is exactly that, www.namastebookshop.com in New York City. It is there that he teaches Inamoto Sensei's Komyo Reiki Kai. He recently hosted Inamoto Sensei at Namaste Healing Center, where Sensei held his full three-hour Reiki share in the style that he does in Japan. Jogan is the producer and director of an upcoming documentary on Hayakusen Inamoto Sensei. Please feel free to donate whatever you can at this site. And the site is www.indiegogo, that's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com backslash projects backslash the dash Hayakuten H Y A K U T E N dash Inamoto I N A M O T O dash documentary. And we are all pitching in because we want this documentary to get made. It's going to be fantastic. So, I mean, donate whatever you can. Uh, you don't have to go crazy. If you can afford to donate more, fine. But even if you can just donate 5 to $10, it would be very much appreciated and it would be going to a worthwhile cause because um, Sensei Namoto is very much so to my feeling and in my mind and in my heart, uh, very much akin to Usui, Mikao Usui the founder of Reiki. And I've spoken to a couple of my colleagues and we all see he's almost like the shadow of a Suisan. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be a great documentary and especially with um, Jogan at the helm. And uh, so whatever, five, ten dollars whatever, we'll put up the link and uh, it would be great if you guys can uh, chip in and help us with this. So, um, one thing I do want to point out, my name is Rosie Menes. My uh, website is 
violetrosereiki.com. That is my Reiki practice's name. And if you have any questions regarding Reiki, anything else, um, getting Reiki from me or taking classes or just Reiki questions in general, if you have any questions about Violet Rose Reiki, go to my website or drop me an email. My email is rose at violetrosereiki.com. And I also would like to let you know that I have a page on Facebook, which is called Reiki Ward. And Reiki Ward is a place that uh, has been established three years ago with the idea to allow for free Reiki distance healing to anyone and everyone all around the globe. And... They just put up a post on the page as though you would post to your own wall, a friend's wall, and um, we will get right on it. We have a wonderful group of people there, and they we do Reiki healing, distance healing 24-7. Once the post is put up, we all get on it, and um, it is then we do, we do rounds twice a day, and um, then... The uh, well, once you put in your request, then we do. We start the healing. We start the distance healing. Your request is put on a Reiki grid that we maintain for this, so you get 24/7 Reiki healing, distance healing. And uh, so I encourage you all to go there and check out Reiki Ward, please. Um, yeah, let's see if we can get on here with our guest. Jogan, is this you? Yes, it is. Rose, can you hear me? I can hear you. Good evening. Wonderful. Thank you for joining me. My great pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited. Uh, you're doing so many things. I'm I'm excited about everything. Um, that's why I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> don't worry. Let let Ricky lead. <laughs> Just let Ricky lead. It's all good. Um, so do you want to – I gave kind of a little bit of your bio. Do you want to add anything that I may have left out? I don't think I was listening at that point, so uh-huh. I trust that um, that you did it justice. That's fine. Don't worry. I did hear towards the end, and I wanted, I wanted to make it easy for people to find us on the web. So I, I registered yakutaninamotodocumentary.com. And feel free just to go there instead of having to remember uh, to go to the Indiegogo site or any other site. And it will point you right in the direction immediately. All right. So hang on a second. I want you to repeat that for me because, see, I don't don't have a co-host. I'm it. So I'm going to type this in the chat room right now. So it's Yakutin. InamotoDocumentary.com. Just keep it as simple as possible. Even though that's just a temporary uh, working title. Um, okay, so it's all one. It's all one word. All no one. dashes, no all dots, one no word. nothing. Okay, so yakutinamontodocumentary.com. Okay. Exactly. I'm putting that up for people to in the chat room so they can see. And I put up. I think I put up Namaste Bookshop. And oh, your own website where people can go to see you. I think I, I mapped it out before, but I'm not sure. Is it jogan.com? Jogan, jogan.com? That actually does work, J-Y-O-G-A-N.com. But um, 
uh, usually say purevowreiki.com is uh, the main URL. But if you do put shogun.com, so, it will go there. So if I type in www.purevowreiki.com, they can get you there, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Cool. Okay. So now, now that we've gotten finished with the um, the PR, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Um, yeah, as I had said before, I told everyone that you um, met, I guess, you met Sensei in Japan when you were living in Kyoto from 2007 to 2010, right? That's right. Um, uh, we can go back into how that all happened, but um, sure. just uh, before um, I moved to Japan, I was in a lay teacher's training program here in New York City to be, uh, and contemplating becoming a Buddhist monk myself at that point. And um, that is when I took the refuge vows in Buddhism and um, the Bodhisattva vows in Buddhism and received my uh, name, Jogan, my Buddhist name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, um, you know, I was still here in New York City. I had been accepted to go to Japan to teach English um, with the JET program. And um, my teacher here, my Buddhist teacher here, T.K. Nakagaki, um, some of you may be familiar with him. He's a a great Japanese Buddhist teacher here in New York City um, who teaches the tradition of Jodo Shinshu uh, from Japan. He said, you have to go. This is going to change your life, this opportunity. I was considering going straight um, into the teacher's training program uh, that would lead me to become a monk. Uh, oftentimes, these were priests here in the United States because it makes more sense about uh, what they do when they're based here in the United States. But um, I went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Lived there for three years. Um, it was it was as Inagaki Sensei told me a life changing experience. Um, it's hard to encapsulate, obviously, but um, when you go with the JET program, the JET program does not allow you to choose your placement. Um, you're teaching in a junior high school, um, and they tell you where, what junior high school you're going to, what most likely town, small town you're going to. So I just received a little envelope in the mail and it said, you're going to this, um, you know, place I'd never heard of in the mountains of Nagano. Go here. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it's actually a small town called Takam- Takamori, um, which basically means mountain forest or high forest. Um, and I had no idea. I had been to Japan twice before, um, which, you know, helped that process out. But, you know, I would never lived in a small town in the middle of the mountains in Japan. So that opened me wide up, coming from New York City, you know, walking the paved streets to uh, hardly any pavement at all. So uh, that experience of being just immersed in nature really opened me wide up. So, Mm -hmm. But obviously that wasn't my dream placement. I didn't want to be in the mountains forever. I'm glad I I was up there. And um, the people were so beautiful and kind. Um, it was amazing. 
So after I fulfilled my contract with the JET program, I um, picked myself up on my own and I moved across the country uh, about four hours by bus, actually, um, to Kyoto. And um, it was there in Kyoto, and I got a job uh, teaching English to adults there. Um, And I knew I wanted to be there. I knew I wanted to be in the spiritual center of Japan. Um, It was in Jodo Shinshu that I converted and um, was contemplating becoming a priest or monk myself. So I wanted to be there at the temple and experience day-to-day life uh, for them. And I found a little place that rented to foreigners, which is another uh, not-so-easy thing to find sometimes. And um, lived literally across the street from Nishihonwanji, which is the temple headquarters of Jodo Shinshu. And I got to visit the temple every day. Um, and, you know, at the time when I was not teaching English, I would spend in the temple and enjoy. There are, there are over 1,600 temples and shrines around Kyoto, so take a lifetime to experience them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but just one day, I, I it was happened to be paging through the Kyoto magazine, which would be like New York Magazine here, um, and just seeing what was going on. It's an English magazine for you know tourists or a few locals who live there. Um, and as I paged to the back, there were the sort of little classified ad sections, and I saw a little tiny, maybe three-line advertisement, and it said, "Weekly Reiki share held at Dai Zen in Temple, right in the heart of Kyoto, led by Hakuten Inamoto Sensei. Um, every Monday night, I think it's six to nine, and Gyohakuen, five dollars, and it was literally like." literally blocks from where I taught English. So I thought, wow, this is really interesting. Uh, you know, I have been exposed uh, to Reiki teachers many, many times throughout the years prior. And um, for some reason or another, I just thought, well, you know, it's interesting, but I just, I'm focused on Buddhism, I, and that's where I'm keeping my focus. And, you know, even all the times people came up to me at, at East West when I worked there, um, at Namaste uh, now. It just wasn't the time for me to discover Reiki, I guess. Um, And that was. I went one night, just a night that was best suited for me to stop by, and um, you enter the temple and make your donation and find a sign-up sheet. And that night was my first experience with Reiki. I never experienced it before in any other way. Um, and I was so happy that Inamoto Sensei opens up his share to anyone, even if they're not attuned to Reiki, anyone can attend because he offers something called an open attunement, which Mm -hmm. allows uh, people who aren't attuned to join into the energy for the evening. Um, So there I was in a group of 30 probably Japanese people, and I was the only um, non-Japanese person. And it's just sort of dove into the Reiki pool, basically. Um, When I first had the opportunity to lay my palms, 
I felt what you know you felt before, and many have felt before her into Ricky, and I had no idea that that was possible. It it just it really blew my mind. Um, I literally started to weep, and I wept tears of joy at that connection in front of this group of 30 Japanese people <laughs> who, I had, who I had never seen before. Um, but I, as I looked around a little bit self-conscious about that, I could tell that they understood. And um, the beauty of that night just changed my life forever. You know, it's funny. I was, I was going to – you said it while I was thinking it, and I'm like, I, I want to uh, bring this up because – I was doing some reading about you, of course, because you were going to be my guest this week. And somewhere along the lines, I read that you had wept. And I said, oh, my God, the same thing happened to me because I remember my very first attunement. I had my eyes closed. My hands are in gastro prep position. And I saw this, in, you know, in my mind's eye while I was getting the attunement, I saw this beautiful Buddha come into my mind's eye there in my third eye and I just the feeling that I got I couldn't help it there I'm there sitting my eyes closed tears are coming out of my eyes it was like Niagara Falls it was such a powerful emotion and I remember at one point going oh my god this teacher's going to think I'm out of my mind So I just didn't didn't open my my eyes. We had Niagara Falls going on until the attunement was finished. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, oh, no big deal. That is kind of common, uh, that it touches people that powerfully, that the energy is just so amazing. Right. It's such a – it's it's an amazing connection because I remember one time – this was later on – but I remember one time, um, very, very dark spot in my life being touched by, um, I'm going to say God, divine source, because I was feeling very, like, alone and lonely and, what's the saying, you know, down and out and just, ugh, and nobody loves me and nobody cares. And, and I just, you know, I got this feeling like, no, I care, you know, and I, I felt this energy coming down upon me and then around me like a, a huge hug, like a mother's love. And I knew that somehow I had connected to Divine Source that day. And it was it was very similar energy. It's amazing. You know, and I was coming into that experience um, with, I guess at that point, about 15 or so years of, of practicing Buddhism. I started practicing in college in the late 80s. Um, and I had the mindset that, you know, you have, in order to get to enlightenment, you have to go from point A to point, you know, Z or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You have to have your practice. You, you sit and you meditate on your Zafu, however many minutes a day. You know, it, it takes time. It takes practice um, to reach enlightenment. Um, or, you know, you chant, you know, for hours on end or, or whatever practice you come up with. And being there with the mindset, oh, well, you know, I was thinking I really want to be a monk and teach others, you know, Buddhist um, teachings. Um, when I laid my palms, I thought, wow, this is, this is it. 
this is the connection that through years and years and years of sitting zazen, or um, it was made through just touch. And there's such beauty in that, in the immediacy of that, the enlightenment exists now in the present moment, mm-hmm. not in some future, not in some future destination after years of practice. So that, you know, that to me, that's something that's part of the beauty that Reiki uh, provides. Right, right, and and I find that, you know, people. Everybody's saying be be in the now, be in the moment, but yet there's a lot of this other stuff going on where people are like, you know, I I hate the word multitasking because it's like you can't be in the moment if you're multitasking. It's like Mm. it's an oxymoron. It's, you know, to to gear your life towards, oh, if I multitask really well. And when you go through like job ads, must multitask. I'm like, well, this is like like an ad for let me help you kill yourself. I, I hate that. I hate the mentality. It's like, do one thing at a time, be in the moment. Be all in, because mm-hmm. that's the only way to be all in, right? Right. And once we become Reiki practitioners and we become attuned to the Reiki energy, you know, we can then at least um, allow that to guide us back to the moment. And, um, yeah, I mean, being the manager of Namaste Bookshop, you'd think um, – it's all peace and, you know, enlightenment around there. But it gets stressful. And I tell my coworkers, you know, um, don't multitask. We're probably one of the few companies that say that. I mean, focus on okay. one customer at a time and focus on what you're doing fully and devote yourself fully to that moment. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right on. I mean, more people should do that. It's like it's getting worse. I mean, people are getting less vacation time, less benefits, less. So in essence, what's happening, you're getting less of all of this. They want multitasking. Um, Job titles are changed so that you have uh, someone who um, is is titled secretary or what have you doing the job of an office manager. Like, you know, I'll pay you a secretary's salary, but you're going to be doing the work of an office manager, but why should I pay three times the amount to get a quote-unquote office manager? I've got a quote secretary doing this. And it's just like, oh, just no. But uh, I'm so glad to hear that, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it must be very stressful running a bookshop. I, you know, I've had two businesses, and it's like, you know, it gets a little bit crazy at times. It, it can get that way, but that's why you got to keep centered, and that's why I also um, allow my coworkers to um, to sit in on Ricky classes that I teach there. Um, and, you know, it's as best as possible. I want everyone who's interested, who's a part of my team, to be attuned to Reiki. So, so many of them. I've studied Reiki with me, if not the first level, usually the first three. Um, so we've got a bunch of Reiki practitioners that are at Namaste. That is great. That's it absolutely is. great. Um, so now I, I want to, let me see. I think what I'll do is I'll take a little break, and then we will come back and discuss this um, Yakuza Ninamoto documentary that you're making that I can't That's wait for it to come out. Okay, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back. The new year is a time when many of us resolve to lose weight and eat healthier. 
But for people who are either overweight or obese, getting to a healthy weight and staying there can require a major lifestyle change. ARC Director Dr. Carolyn Clancy is here to talk about this issue. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Clancy. First, can you give us an idea of how big a problem this is? This is one of the most serious problems we face. In the United States, obesity among adults doubled between 1980 and 2004. Today, two out of three adults are considered to be overweight, and about 27% of Americans over the age of 20 are obese. Even more troubling, 17% of all children in the United States are overweight. How do you define being overweight or obese? Overweight and obesity are labels for ranges of weight that are greater than what is generally considered to be healthy for a given height. For adults, overweight and obesity ranges are determined by using weight and height to calculate a number called the body mass index or BMI. An adult who has a BMI between 25 and 29.9 is considered to be overweight. An adult with a BMI of 30 or higher is considered to be obese. What are some of the risks involved with being overweight or obese? Studies have found that being obese or overweight increases your risk of developing serious chronic illnesses, such as heart disease, high blood pressure, stroke, diabetes, and several types of cancer. Osteoarthritis, gallbladder disease, sleep apnea, respiratory impairment, and diminished mobility are also associated with obesity. What would you recommend to the growing numbers of obese individuals who are unable to lose weight on their own? The good news is that dropping even as little as 5 to 7% of body weight can make you feel better and improve your health. A Blue Ribbon Task Force shows that people can change their behavior through intensive counseling on diet and exercise. This, in turn, can produce modest weight loss for a year or more. People are also increasingly turning to surgery to lose weight. This is a very serious decision, and it's important to choose a surgeon who has a lot of experience. Dr. Clancy, do you have any advice for parents with children who are struggling with their weight? A new report from my agency, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, has found that, along with increasing exercise and eating healthier, behavior management programs also help obese children and teens lose weight or prevent weight gain. The bottom line is that there are options for all family members. The best approach is for you to talk to your doctor to get all the information you need to help you decide what is best for you and your family. I'm Dr. Carolyn Clancy, and that's my advice for navigating the healthcare system. For more information on weight management and other health-related stories and topics, go to healthcare411.ahrq.gov. You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Hi, we are back with Jogan. Jogan, are you here? Yes, I'm still okay. here with I, you. I, I, I didn't know whether I left your mic on or off. It's a crazy day here today. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us about the Hayaka Ninamoto documentary. 
Okay, well, let me lead you into how uh, I became inspired to do this project. Um, Before I lived in Japan, for a good decade, I was a television producer um, for a little local company here in New York City that um, is Japanese-owned and operated, and they produce um, news about New York and broadcast it nationally in Japan. Um, And we worked on a program called Zumanasa, which is the morning news program. Uh, The direct equivalent would be the Today Show here in, in New York City. Um, so uh, we produced uh, segments for them on a regular basis um, that were broadcast nationally over there. And they're the ones who sent me, sent me to Japan the first time. My first trip to Japan was in 95. Um, uh, and then I returned again in 2002. And um, as we were discussing, I lived there from 2007 to 2010. Um, you know what I forgot to a- ask you, and I'm just going to interject Go it here. You obviously sure. had a love affair with Japan itself prolonged while. When when did this start? You know, I've I've thought about that before and friends have asked me and my students have asked me and and I can't say exactly when, but I I mean I can think back to being a little kid um, in the seventies and watching on Channel fifty UHF UHF TV from back then, uh, in Michigan where I grew up, watching Ultraman after school every day, um, which is a, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Ultraman. He's kind of the Superman no. of Japan. I was going to say. The Superman of Japan, he wears a big mask and a bodysuit and looks kind of like a Godzilla type of uh-huh. uh, person, you know, in a small model city environment. But he's a good guy. And, okay. Um, I remember watching that as a kid, and that that was very uh, inspiring to me. And there was another show immediately afterwards called Johnny Sacco and his Giant Robot. (laughs) And there was a little boy who was my age, and he had a little remote control, and he controlled a gigantic robot and saved Japan, you know, every every day. And you thought, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go there. You know, that's that's as far back as I can think about you know, you know, my love affair with Japan going as being just a little kid watching those shows. Um, but, you know, flash forward, you know, I never really expected to move there even after two visits, um, and I did it. Um, and, you know, having that first experience with Reiki at, the, at Yakuteni Inamoto's Reiki Share, I knew right then I had to study with him. So I, I began taking um, the levels, introductory levels of um uh, Komyo Reiki Kai, um, Inamoto Sensei School of Reiki, and I um, took uh, the Shoden, Chuden, and Okuden with him right there in his studio where he teaches um, in Kyoto, which is just blocks away from the Imperial Palace in Kyoto. Um, you know, and then having moved back here and hosting him just a few months ago when he was here in May for his Reiki share. Um, I had had it in the back of my head that I wanted to do something like this, but being with him here in the city really cemented the idea. Um, And I didn't approach him about it while he was here in person, uh, but it was while he was here in person that um, just gave me the message, like, now is the time to do this. Can't wait any longer. Now is the time. (laughs) Um, So I sent him a little email, and I, I told him about 
uh, my little idea that I really just want to sit down with him and capture him um, for this documentary um, so that we can share it with the world, anyone who's interested in Reiki and um, Reiki as it exists in Japan and um, Inamoto-sensei's teaching um, for everyone to appreciate. And I'm sure he loved the idea. He did. I'm so grateful that he um, so gratefully said yes. Well, he is one of those all-in kind of people. (laughs) That's what I admire about him because it's like he's passionate about whatever he does, and and he's just a passionate person. And um, I I do love it. He's the embodiment of Reiki. For those of you who have never met him, I mean, that sounds like a big tag to put on someone. But he's so humble. Mm -hmm. And when he comes into a room, uh, the room lights up. You just feel the Reiki energy emanating from him, and it just can't be denied. Um, And uh, I want to share that with people who haven't had the chance to meet him yet. And even though he has students around the world and he travels and teaches, um, you know, I want to share that. Uh, with anyone who hasn't had the experience and also give it to those of us who have had the experience so that we can have it as a treasure and pop pop it in the DVD player whenever we want to transport ourselves to Kyoto. That's fantastic. Um, You know, my listeners know that I am psychic and I really don't advertise it a lot, but when I was uh, taking Komuriki Kai class in 2011, you were in that class also. I remember you there. And that's how I met you. And, um, you know, he was giving a lecture. And as he's speaking, behind him, I see this bright yellow light. And I'm like, oh, something's going to pop up. And uh, right behind him, he's talking. And he may have been talking about a suicide. I don't remember what. I think he was. And all of a sudden, in the middle of that bright yellow light, there appeared a suicide. And I leaned over to my classmate and said, okay, um, this is what I'm seeing. And he says, well, you have to tell him. He said, no, I can't tell him. He think, he'll think I'm crazy. <laughs> I said, I, I don't advertise my ability because I'm still from the old school. I mean, now psychic ability, you know, we're being embraced. But years right. ago, if you said to someone, well, I see this with you, behind you, whatever, I heard this, they'd lock you up. So, with a straight jacket. So, <laughs> I, uh, so, I said, no, no, you have to tell him. So, I said, okay. And I also had the feeling that Sensei was a Leo. So, I said to him, um, I, I got to talk to you. This is what I have to tell you. And I told him what I saw, and he was so happy. And then I said, I have to ask you this, if I may. When is your birthday? And he gave me his birthday, but I said, mm-hmm. I knew it. so um yeah he really is the embodiment of reiki and you know cerise from um auburn reiki center she's a very good friend of mine and um i have said to her and she has said to me did you ever think that maybe you know sensei namoto is maybe the reincarnation of usui-san and You know, the two of us kind of think that's a good possibility. Not saying it's a definite, but it's a good possibility. Right. He is just so, like you said, he's so humble. He's so giving. He's so passionate. He's amazing. 
and you know, and that's that's why I want to um, just capture that. I, I know it's just going to flow off the screen when uh, people see him, you know, in this documentary. So oh, yeah. I want them and to be able to, uh, you know, experience that. Right, and your target date, I believe, is sometime next year to have this done. The goal date to have everything um, shot, edited, and made into uh, a, a DVD that um, can be distributed. I'm going to put my goal as Happy Tony Nimoto's birthday next year. So that would be the 19th. Right. Um, uh, one year from now. So That's a good date. Um, I'm just going to run down people so you know. Um, as I said before, you know, you could contribute whatever amount you want to contribute. Um, for a $10 contribution, you'll receive a distance Reiki treatment from Jogun, and it'll be sent from New York City. And uh, for a contribution of $25, you'll be able to watch a one-time stream of the documentary online after it's released. And for a contribution of $50, you'll receive a copy of the DVD when it is released. And that's a bargain right there. Uh, for a contribution of $100, you will be listed in the end credits as a sponsor. And you'll also receive a copy of the DVD. For a contribution of $500, you'll be listed at the end credits as an associate producer and you'll get a copy of the DVD. And for a contribution of $1,000 or more, you will be listed in the end credits as an executive producer. And, of course, you'll get the DVD with a bonus that it will be signed by Yakuza Ninomoto. So whatever you guys can, can uh, contribute, uh, I'm asking please do because we want to make this come alive and, and you know, get the the story about this wonderful man, the founder of Komio Reiki Kai, out to the public. So, um, well, whatever you can. Well, I, I, you know, that's the beauty of modern technology. Uh, you know, in the past we never had this idea of, of crowdfunding, um, which means everyone can get involved in an upstart project. And just right. the fact that this idea exists now is such a glimpse into the future I think, of the future for humanity, where we all come together and get involved in a project that we believe in um, and work as a community or groups of small communities in ways that um, we can change the world. And I think the whole crowdfunding idea is setting the stage for that, and there's such beauty in it. I mean, it kind of felt kind of feels like we're in a PBS uh, commercial when you said all that. Exactly. But, you know, there, there is a beauty, though, of being able to get involved in something personally. And, and that's the beauty also that, you know, when uh, Inamoto Sensei teaches around the world, all of the people who he has inspired, you know, can be a part of this project and help it come to life. And uh, Literally, it brings a tear to my eye to think that we live in an age where we can organize together in this manner, which never would have been possible before. It's true. It really is a beautiful thing because we, we never could have done this before. You know, uh, mm -hmm. what, 20 years ago, this would not be possible. So it's amazing that, you know, we can do this group effort and it can come together so quickly and so easily thanks to modern technology. 
you know, and there are other ways to contribute. We're not just talking about about funding. Um, everyone, please feel free to contact me. Those who have you know hosted Inamoto Sensei around the world, um, or have studied with him. Um, uh, if you have photos or any little video footage that you've shot of him around the world, or even if you just have some ideas of of what might be interesting or things that came to you while he was visiting your uh, country. Uh, you can email me with ideas or contact me through the website or email me at jogan, J-Y-O-G-A-N, at purevowreiki.com. And um, I want to include as much as possible. Yeah, that'll be we good. To, maybe we should talk a little bit about some of the things that will be covered in the DVD and the documentary itself. So. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I really want to take viewers as, as though I want them to feel as though they're sitting next to Inamoto Sensei in Japan and having a conversation with him, like they're personally transported. Um, so we're going to take you inside his studio where he teaches. Um, again, like I mentioned briefly, that's just a few blocks from the, the previous Imperial Palace. Kyoto used to be the capital city where the mm -hmm. emperor resides, but now it's Tokyo. Um, and we'll take you inside there and we'll sit down with him and um, let him talk about what he uh, wants to express about Reiki and let the Reiki shine through there. And um, Inamoto Sensei has also given permission for us to go into the Reiki share that we had spoken about uh, earlier. So um, as unobtrusively as possible, I will be uh, shooting at Inamoto Sensei's weekly Reiki share. Well, so you get a peek inside of that experience also and um, how he hosts his share on a weekly basis and those regular students of his and, and new people um, who happen to find him like I did um, come and experience Reiki on a weekly basis. Um, we will show that uh, as well as some interviews with some of his students there. That's um, absolutely wonderful, and he's going to allow you to, you know, film the Reiki share. That's right. That's cool. And I think one of the most exciting things for many of us would, will be um, following along with Inamoto Sensei as he gives his tour of Mount Kurama. Um, Mount Kurama, um, most of you probably know or are familiar with Reiki, is the birthplace of Reiki, where Usui Sensei was bestowed with the gift of Reiki. And um, Inamoto Sensei does tours frequently. Whenever asked, basically, he'll take you up to the top of the mountain um, and introduce you to all the sites along the way. And um, he's agreed to allow me to follow him and capture that um, and show you. It'll be as if you're going on the tour with him every time you, you watch the documentary. That's amazing. I saw the photos on your website, and I'm like, this is amazing. I would love to do that someday, to actually go there and visit the, um, you know, place where Reiki was born, actually, in Mount Kurama. And I believe he'll also take you to Suisan's memorial site? That is something I'm thinking about. Um, I'll leave that up to him. Um, his, the memorial site is in Tokyo, not in Kyoto. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, that is a possibility. It's on, it's on the drawing board as a possible uh, extension of the film. So it would be great to have Inamoto Sensei come to Tokyo and personally explain the uh, memorial stone that's sitting at um, the gravesite 
Um, but again, with that, we'd have to be as unobtrusive as possible as well. Right, so right. It's a, del- a delicate place to film, but we'll hope- hopefully have that as part as well. Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. Oh, I can hardly wait. <laughs> it Just is exciting. I mean, it, and I hope someday you have the experience to go there yourself. It, I think um, it's beyond words. It really um, the sensation that you get at the top of the mountain, um, just uh, changes your life, for lack of a better way to put it. Hopefully we can capture as much of that as possible. I, I really believe that the Reiki will just flow through and people will be able to connect to it. I agree. I mean, you know, if you if you go there and you don't feel the Reiki, I think you'd have to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, everybody to their own whatever. But uh, in any way, it's got to be a beautiful experience. You know, to me, the area there, and it's just such, I don't know, just from photos, it's such a beautiful connection with nature. And uh, there's so much nature around that area on you know, where Mount Karama is. That's absolutely true. And I, I mean, that's that's still the, the Japanese sensibility, thank, thank goodness. And no matter what, no matter where you go, there's still the connection to nature and everything that Japanese people do. Um, and you really, you really feel that, especially on the mountain. So um, I can't wait to get that captured for everyone to experience. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take another brief break here, and we'll be back, and we will continue. Don't go anywhere, folks. Hey, MMA fighter Jason Mayhem Miller here. School bullying and cyberbullying statistics are increasingly viewed as an important contributor to youth violence, including homicide and suicide. Let's kick bullying together. Go to we'rekickingit.com. This is Annie Lennox of Eurythmics, or RAD. Please don't drink and drive, and don't drive if someone else has been drinking. Thank you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Guru Rocky Twitchell of Citrus Heights, California. And you are listening to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show. Packers. Vikings. We come from different places. Uptown. Downtown. We come to different conclusions. Half empty. Half full. But when we live united, we make a real difference in the building blocks of life. Children succeed in school. Families gain financial stability. The health of our neighbors improves, and suddenly so do our communities. Real change won't happen without you. Live United. So give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts. Hey, MMA fighter Jason Mayhem Miller here.
You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Okay, we're back. And going forward. Okay. So... Well, what I think, what might be interesting, um, you know, to touch upon is that uh, we're in the pre-production phase now, but um, we're going to be moving into the actual shooting very quickly. So um, we're going to begin a shooting um, in Boston. Starting uh, October 3rd. There's a, right, there's a Shinpaden. He's doing a, a Shinpaden class there? That's correct. correct, yes. Uh-huh. He's going to be doing his um, normal weekend training that uh, he does when he travels around the world, teaching, um, largely teaching teachers. He invites those um, who already are masters in the Western-style tradition to sit in and, and study um, Komi Rikikai with him and, and have some insight into the differences between the two and, and how Reiki is taught in Japan um, comparatively as how it's taught in, here in the West. And, yeah, he'll be doing his training there um, uh, starting on Friday, uh, Friday evening, um, with an introduction to Komi Rikikai, um, and we'll begin filming from that date. So... Very now you guys, that. you guys will be around. Uh, whoever attends that that class, they'll see you guys shooting, right? Right. So, I mean, I wanted to let everyone know also that there are still seats available. So, if you're interested in attending that weekend training, um, please uh, contact Karen at Boston at gmail.com. And um, get in touch with her. You can still be there and uh, experience this weekend. And there's a good chance that you might end up be even being in the final cut of the documentary if you're if you're there that weekend. So, so that's Karen at Komiyoreiki Kai uh, Boston dot com. Um, I'm not certain if she has that URL or not, but the the, the email that I have Komiyoreiki Kai Boston at gmail dot com. Boston at gmail.com. Okay, putting in all the information so people can find. Uh, and is there a phone number to reach you at, Jogan, if anybody has questions? Sure, I have a 800 number actually. It's 877 772 that's right, and that's the number I use for all my Reiki training and bookings and things like that. Okay. So if you're more of a phone person and not an email person, you can get a hold of Jogan at 877-772-7096. That's right. Okay. Lovely. Um, okay, let's see. How much time do we have left? All right, we have a caller here that you and I both know. I'm going to invite her to come on and talk with us, if my equipment works. <laughs> Lorinda Weatherall, author of Integrative Healing, Merging with Modern Medicine. 
Fellow Komio Reiki Kai practitioner, how are you? I'm very well, Rose. How are you? I'm great. Oh, and I forgot to say my birthday twin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. Hi, Yogan. How are you? Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, I just want to say thank you for um, putting all this together to bring Yakuten and Moto-sensei to a wider population. Um, I'm just wondering if when you do the uh, documentary, if you will do the precepts with him in video and have it as the call and response form that's normally traditionally done with teachers and students? Um you know, I expect that that will be captured. He does that at the um, Reiki share every week mm-hmm. that, um, that he hosts in Kyoto. So that will be definitely be a part of that. Um, Inamoto Sensei has the creative control as to what goes into this documentary. Um, we want it to be as purely his voice as possible. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, everything ultimately will be his choice, what makes the final cut. Um, which is wonderful, and um, hopefully that will be a part of it. But it is definitely something that will be um, recorded uh, as a part of the uh, Reiki Share. That's cool, because the only thing that we have right now is uh, one video on YouTube, and it's just Sensei saying the precepts by himself. Right. And there isn't really much of a call and response kind of thing happening. I think that's going to be part of the beauty with that segment, the um, – the Reiki share segment. Well, you'll you'll see how he hosts his share, um, yes. and uh, you'll see the attendees um, and how he he naturally does that part. Um, I think we'll have that captured very well from that. From that. It's going to be exciting. Really, I I'm, yeah. I, I can't wait myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I- eagerly wait the DVD, but thank you for your time. Thank you for your call. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, Lorinda. No worries. Take care. Bye-bye, dear. Yeah, for those of us who are who are already um, Komi Reiki Kai practitioners, I think that there's going to be some uh, extra benefits for us um, having some of this captured. Um, there are some intric- intricacies of being a, a shihan, a, a teacher in our tradition, and I mm-hmm. think um, this will also provide a reference for that. And um, even if some of it can't be included in the actual end cut of the DVD, um, there's a good chance we'll be able to use some of it for training purposes for the rest of us. So yeah. um, this is something that, that Inamoto Sensei has, has hinted at. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, because it's very different than um, Reiki is taught here in the West. And as I was telling a student of mine last week in class, I said, you know, one would imagine that uh, Takata Sensei, she had her students, and she did make 22 masters. And but you have to realize they didn't, they were not allowed to write anything down. They were not allowed to, of course, and so subsequently they had no notes. And then I've heard it, uh, read it that she did not keep any notes or any work, paperwork as to her classes. So it's all kind of who remembers what, how, and which (laughs) way, and do they remember it correctly as taught from Takata-sensei. So you have 22 different people who could have 
22 different rememberings of all of the materials covered in the classes. And there's a lot of room for error because everybody says, well, why does Comio have four levels? Why isn't it three? And you Mm -hmm. try and explain it to someone and they can't wrap their heads around it. Because the but why keeps coming up. Right. I mean, that really possibly explains why there's so many um, discrepancies in the different styles of Reiki. But, um, you know, the beauty is Reiki is a living art. It, it shines through in, in, in any form. So, But there are some uh, a great uh, discrepancies in the, in the different styles. Yeah, people definitely get uh, a bit confused. But, you know, there's so many different Reiki uh, <laughs> methods out there now. Yeah, that's why you know it, it's so it's so refreshing. Um, those of you who know Sensen have studied with him. He he, he um, employs to keep it simple, you know, uh, uh, motto, which is beautiful in itself. Just keep it. Simple. Lay your hands, surrender, and smile. That's it. I mean, you know, I've noticed different styles in this life. How much more stuff are you going to cram in here? And you think sometimes. Um, do you feel that more is better? Because I'm not a more is better kind of person. <laughs> mm. I like the simplicity. I like simple things, you know? And you know there's, I, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with, you know, many people are interested in crystals and they find a passion with crystals. And if, if they find that using crystals with Reiki, you know, adds something for them, um, you know that's that's a choice that anyone can make. But I, uh, ultimately, I, I remember hearing you know Matsu Sensei say, you know, how can you add something to something that's already complete? In and of itself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm a crystal. But, I'm a crystal lover. But I, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even talking just crystals. I'm talking a lot of stuff that's thrown in yes, there with yes, me. Yes, and it's yes. like somebody just coming along and you've got this wonderful stew going and they drop in a rubber boot. Like, huh? Um, someone said to me once, because I had gone to a house, my friend's house, and I think he was having neck pain and then there was another friend who came in of his who had a pain in his leg. And so at one point, I had had both hands on my one friend to the right of me. I had both hands on his neck and shoulder. That's where he was having pain. And the other guy came and said, oh, my leg is killing me. My, I think it was his knee or something. So I took one hand off friend A and put the left hand on the knee of friend B, who was to my left. And I was doing one on the right and one on the left. And the guy on the left said, you can do that? I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> was like, oh, I'm like, this is really simple stuff. You know, I'm channeling and I have two hands. I have two, you know, two arms. So, yes, I can do this, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I have my friend Peter Goldbeck. He works at the uh, ARE in New mm-hmm. York City there. And Peter's done Reiki on, like, a couple of people at one time. <laughs> He's, you know, like a Reiki stack. He does it with people right there in front of him. And, uh, you know, it works. I've heard about Peter. I've always wanted to meet him. So, oh, Peter, if you're out there listening... Stop by Namaste and say hello. <laughs> yeah, Peter Goldbeck, you're always in the city, so for crying out loud, you know, um, <laughs> stop by Namaste Bookshop. 
to West 14th Street. Maybe I should go and grab Peter and the Bulldogs come down to Namaste Bookshop because there I'm you embarrassed. Go. I met you, what, three years ago, and I haven't gotten there because I try and stay out of the city as much as possible. <laughs> I worked in the city for 22 years. So now that I'm right. uh now that I'm a suburban uh, baby, I just, oh, God, you want me to go in there with all those people and all that energy? I can't. Yeah. But Well, uh, we're a little bit of a respite and an oasis in the heart of the city, so you can just peek in and get refreshed. Yeah, know. well, it'll be good. You know, I, if I could make it to Namaste Bookshop, right, I could get refreshed there and then, you know, hightail back to <laughs> my little quiet corner here. Yeah, right. we got to try that. I, I'm going to try and hook you up with Peter. Poor Peter, he was in an accident not too long ago. He's fine now, but uh, he was out of commission for a couple of days. Um, but I have another caller here. Excellent. Let's see. I think this is my best friend and student. Joseph, is this you? It is I. It is I, Rose. Good evening. Good evening. Joseph, I enjoy this show so much so as always, and your guest tonight is delightful. My God, I love his energy. I'm looking forward to that documentary. And that story you were telling about the knee healing, that took place at my house. Do you remember that? Yes, yes you were the right-hand guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you, do I remember that. And it was a, a long right. story, but you know, ever since then, you convinced me to take Reiki with you. Thank the gods. And I'm so happy that I did after all these years, 40 years of not you know, getting involved, busy with my own stuff. But blessed the day that I decided to take Reiki with you. And your shows every week are getting better and better and better. And Yogan, your vibration, your voice is so healing and soothing and delightful. I send you a big hug and then a shout out to you and keep up the wonderful work you're doing. And I look forward Thank to this you. documentary. And Rose, on that trip you're going to take with Peter, come and get me out of the way and I'll go with you. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm going with Peter. Peter has been. Well, whatever. Grab me, grab Peter, we're going to the bookstore. Actually, my niece works like a block or two away from there. i got to tell Donna about that bookstore. It's right near, you know, Union Square. You're near Union Square, right, Jogan? Yeah, about a block away. Uh, yeah, I mean, my niece, I like, think, on 5th and 19th or 18th. So if I ever get to travel the subway, I have a problem with the hips going up and down stairs and all that. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'm going to try it. And I may pop up there one day. But, Rose, let's try to do that one day. Okay, definitely. Yeah, you know 14th Street well, so... Uh, of course I do. That's my old yeah. haunt, of course. I would, I, the legs worked. I was never home. I was always around. And I love their market, their fresh open market on 14th Street, the farmer's market. Have you ever gone there, Joe Gunn? It's wonderful. The oh, farmer's can't market? Help, can't help but walk through. Yeah, yeah I know. And there's all such... And they got... Oh, Rosie, if you love dogs, they got so many doggies in the park. It's wonderful. I actually... I used to go... I used to go to the market when I was working down on, uh, I was working, I believe, on 20th Street, and right. I used to go down to 14th Street just to the farmer's market because it was fantastic. Yeah, I wish and I could do that walking around here. Well, we'll keep doing my Reiki every time, two, three times a day. I've come a long way in the last almost a year. It's about a year since I took Reiki one with you, right? It was in September? Next month it'll be a year. Yeah, so almost a year. Well, I can okay. tell you, and you know, you know well because we talk every day a thousand times a day, how much really I've seen such great, great strengthening and healing when my own psychic and spiritual work for the last 
50 years. But Reiki has really intensified that and opened up a whole new vista and a whole panorama of healing for me and myself. And, you know, when I went to Connecticut the last week or so, I did my Reiki meditation. My cousin said, what is that you're doing? I said, come here, sit here. I'm going to send you some Reiki. And she felt so much better. She couldn't believe it. She could feel the heat. I didn't even put my hands on her, just directing the energy, you know, psychically anyway. I do that. But it's amazing. My hat's off to you guys. Continue with your lovely show. I'm going to listen. And I hope to see you, Jogan, in person one day at the bookshop or the documentary, whatever. And, Rosie, I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you later. Get ready, Joseph. My next level two class is September 20th. So okay, I'm sh- available. Maybe you can shoot me. You need to get your wheels on the road. <laughs> oh, my wheels on the road. Which one of them? Anyway, okay. we'll figure that out. All right, honey? All right. Take care, sweetie. All right. Namaste. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Namaste. Bye. Namaste. Well, if you're looking for an excuse to come in, I, I, once a month I hold um, uh, Dai Zen In style Reiki share um, in the style that Inamoto Sensei holds at that um, Zen temple in um, Kyoto. It's on the fourth Sunday of every month, which actually is this Sunday, the 24th, um, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And it's um, only $20. It's in Namaste Bookshop's Healing Center, which is on the 11th floor above the bookshop, but you register actually in the bookshop before going up. And I, um, I emulate the same style um, that he holds it there, and that, you know, that was my first experience. And while I was studying the different levels with him in Kyoto, um, every week I would go to the share when, whenever possible um, and uh, just uh, you know partake in that beautiful energy. And when I came back and started to teach here, um, I wanted to be able to have uh, a venue like that that anyone, even if they've never experienced Reiki, um, barely knows what Reiki is or just curious, uh, they can come and experience Reiki for the first time. So um, those who are, who are in attendance do not have to be attuned to Reiki. They do receive Inamoto Sensei's open Reiju style attunement that connects them for the, for the evening. So um, again, that's something I offer on the fourth Sunday of every month. And I hope you get to come for that. That's a good excuse to get you in. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> It's true, except you're saying the 24th, and I'm saying there's something I'm doing on the, oh, yeah, unfortunately, I have uh, I have double, back-to-back double Reiki session schedule for this Sunday. Every month <laughs> is a new chance, fourth, so fourth, fourth Sunday, Sunday of every month. Fourth Sunday of yeah. every month. I'm going to put it in my calendar on a repeat. Keep you in know, mind, if, if there's a fifth Sunday, then we don't do it on the fifth Sunday. We actually have a fifth Sunday this month. Yeah, we so do. So I'm actually taking the opportunity to take that day and I am going to be having a fundraiser for this documentary, and I will be offering uh, Reiki sessions in Namaste Bookshop's Healing Center um, all day long, and all of the proceeds from that day of Reiki uh, will be used for this documentary production. So oh, that's another great. Thing to keep in mind for anyone what? who uh, is in need of a, a Reiki session. It's on, um, that falls on the 31st. August 31st. All right. Our fifth Sunday this month. That's good. And um, if you're interested in booking a spot for that, you can call Namaste Bookshop directly and, and register with them. Uh, 212-645-0141. 212-645-0141. 
And hopefully we'll have a, another fundraiser or two in the coming months. So, um, you know, please check in with com, and you'll find out about all the things that are happening. Or search for that. We have a Facebook page also. It's also Akuten uh, Inamoto Documentary. Just search on Facebook and you can like us and uh, follow along with what we're doing. That's true. And by all means, keep following me on Facebook uh, because I'll be, as, as I get the information, the updates, uh, I'll be posting that. And I'll be nagging y'all for donations and stuff because that's just my nature. <laughs> and on, a, on an ongoing basis, we host um, Reiki presenters at, in the Healing Center. I, um, I host them and, and uh, have them come in and give a talk. So in September, we have two... Uh, Reiki presenters coming. Um, as a side note, um, on Saturday, September 6th at 6 p.m., uh, Brett Bevel will be coming uh, and giving a talk, Energy Healing for Everyone is his new book. Um, Brett Bevel is a Reiki teacher at Omega Institute. Is it B-E-V-E-L? Double L. Double L. And double T for the Brett. Right. So he will uh, be giving a free talk and signing his new book, um, Energy Healing for Everyone. Um, most of his books have been Reiki themed. This is the first one that doesn't use the word Reiki in the title. And it just came out recently, so um, oh. it's not to be And who's the other presenter? I think you said you have two? That's right. Later in the month, um, Kathleen Prasad will Oh, be giving, I love her! Uh, yeah, I she's had, fantastic. I had her on last week. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't notice. I'll, I'll go back and listen. Um, yeah, she'll she... be... Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. She'll be there on Saturday, September... Um, oh, sorry, that's the wrong date. That's um, Brett. She'll be uh, at Namaste in the Healing Center on Wednesday, September 24th, and it's from 6.30 to 8.00. And she'll be giving a talk entitled Reiki for Animals, Path to Peace and Healing. Yeah, she works with the animals. Uh, It's amazing the work she does. Yeah, she has several books, uh, Reiki for Dogs and Reiki for Animals. She'll be signing her books also. So if you already have one, bring it in and she'll sign it or we'll have them available for sale. But again, it's a free event. And um, Wednesday, September 24th. Jonah. What's that? What's the name of her book again? Uh, she has several. Uh, Reiki for Dogs is one of them. Yeah, Reiki for Dogs. She wrote another one most recently. I can't Animal remember. Reiki Handbook. Okay. And Animal Reiki Using Energy to Heal the Animals in Your Life. Yeah, she does all kinds of animals. It's amazing what she does. It is. It's fantastic. It's very inspiring. And he's like, any kind of animal, she, she gives them Reiki. I mean, you hear about equine and dogs and cats and whatever, but, like, she works on birds, lizards, whatever. It's, it's, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just love her as a person. Talk about the personification of, of Reiki. She, she's just a love. Well, I can't wait to meet her. I haven't. I haven't had the chance to meet her yet, but I, I actually invited her years back, and I said, whenever you come to New York, <laughs> please mm-hmm. let me know, and now's the time. She'll be here. She'll be, she'll be here that weekend. 
She's also, I think, um, if you look at her webpage, for those of you who are really interested in animal raking, she'll be doing a weekend training for that that following weekend here in New York City. I don't have all the details yeah. on that, but if you Google um, Kathleen Persaud, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, I know she said that she was going to be in New York, and uh, I'm like, oh, maybe I can, maybe I can meet you, you know. So we'll see. Everything you happens come, at the right come. time. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you should come for that. That's another well, another that's reason to get thing. you in. <laughs> right, because I, I remember it's funny because I don't think she said where she was going to be in New York. I just know she said she was going to be in New York at, on that date. Because that date, the 24th of September, it sticks in my mind. And um, I said, yeah, i got to try and get in there. I'm like, okay, trip into the city. So who knows? You are going to – I am going to see you soon. <laughs> One way or the other. And I'm definitely going to try and grab Peter and drag him down there too. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So we touched on all of this. What else? Where else can we go, Joe? And we've got like 15 minutes, 13 well, minutes the, here. Um, you know, again, I, I just wanted to thank those, you know, before we run out of time. So just to be safe, thank those who have contributed already um, on the Indiegogo webpage. Um, uh, I'm so happy that everyone has been so passionate about this project and I've I've literally heard from people around the world um, who are so excited about it and um, I want to also uh, by name thank uh, again you know by donation you can become an associate producer and executive producer so um, I want to thank um, the associate producer Marianne Goach I hope I got her name right from Edmonton Canada um, Met you before, but thank you so much for your donation and becoming an associate producer on this project. And um, we've been working so much hand in hand um, with um, beginning the shoot in Boston. Um, so as executive producer, um, Karen Pitch will be also she'll be listed as executive producer. So, and all of you who are sponsors, um, let's see, we have. Um, 25 people who have become sponsors who will be listed in the credits. A really uh, personal thank you to all of you for for donating to the project. And you know, it, it it gets asked gets asked to me now and then if you know if I don't make my full budget, will the project continue? And I want to assure every assure everyone that yes, the project will be completed. Um, this was just a way to get everyone involved, and we appreciate your involvement. Um, but I will do my best to complete uh, as best I can this project. Um, uh, even, uh, you know, largely it'll be out of my own pocket. But this is a labor of love, and I, I really something uh, that I can't wait to see come to life. So thank you all for mm -hmm. your support. You know, I'm looking at the page for the donations. It says flexible funding. Is that an option? The meaning of that, there are several competing crowdfunding sites. Uh -huh. um, a lot of people have heard of Kickstarter. Um, I think that they probably paved the way in crowdfunding. Um, there are different, uh, each competitor, you know, Pepsi and Coke competitor in this, in this um, new arena that we are so lucky to have, um, have different ways of allowing people to contribute. Um, with Kickstarter, for example, if people donate, 
if the goal is not met, the person who is doing the project does not get any of the funding. However, with this project, they guarantee that the funding is going to go to the project. So that's what they mean by flexible, flexible funding. It's not um, an extended payment period or anything like that. It just means that, uh, that you're guaranteed that everything is going to go to the project. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we clarified that because, you know, there's so many things that flex pay this and flex pay that. I, I right. think, oh, I could do flexible, you know, take $10 a month out of my account or something like that. Right. So, okay. and um, we just recently, I, I was looking at the uh, fine print of Indiegogo, and we were coming up on the end of our, our funding period, and they um, allowed for an extension. So we are going till September 19th where you can donate um, on the Indiegogo.com website. Just search for Yakutin Inamoto Documentary, or go to Yakutin Inamoto Documentary.com, and it'll link you right into it. Okay. Cool. Wonderful. So, and every uh, I've also been asked questions about you know how in the end people will be able to purchase the documentary and right. Um, we have made arrangements with the Colombia Reiki Kai International Society. Um, you mentioned uh, Cerise earlier, who uh, she's right. heading that um, uh, society, and we'll have them available for purchase there for um, those. Right who are interested with the um, proceeds from the sale there going to Inamoto Sensei himself and used in, in a way that he chooses. So I wanted to let people know in advance that that's where uh, ultimately it will be available for sale. Oh, well, that's China great. National Association. Yeah, because I, I could imagine people trying to, you know, going on Amazon and looking for the documentary, not being able to find it. Um, that's good. So it'll be. So we'll get that message out as we go. So. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Oh, so. I think yeah, it looks like you've got it all planned. I, I'm praying and wishing and sending Reiki so that it all goes smoothly and everything gets done. And uh, I, I just think it's going to be great. Well, definitely, like I said, again, we've got such positive support from around the globe, literally. Um, you know, I, I was even contacted from employees who work for NHK, um, which is the PBS um, of Japan, um, and they know of Inamoto-sensei and have studied with him, and they wanted to volunteer their services. Um, so um, one of them is a, a trans, professional translator, and she mm -hmm. has offered to translate the documentary professionally into Japanese. Um, of course, it's going to be shot in English, but we want um, our Japanese audience to be able to enjoy it. Oh, sure. So we will have her um, translate it um, from NHK in Japan. And it's just, uh, that's what we want to reach out to everyone. So. Um, if anyone uh, would like to um, offer whatever comes to mind, um, you know, I heard from one of Sensei's students in Greece today, and she would like to translate it into Greek. So, you know, any little thing it is such a beautiful thing um, that we can all contribute to this project and, and uh, be a part of it and uh, have our hand in it. It's a group effort. But it is a group effort, and the good thing is um, 
you know, he has so many students all over the world because, thank God, you know, he does travel. And he's making Koma Reiki Kai accessible to everyone wherever they live. It's, and it's that's a such an important thing. part of his story. There aren't many other teachers who travel as extensively as he does. And the fact that he is fluent in English and has the ability to come and teach all of us in English is such a gift. Um, and that's part of the beauty I want to capture starting in Boston. Um, uh, showing him in his travels around the world. So again, as I mentioned earlier, for those of you who have hosted him or studied with him um, in different countries and have photos um, or even some little video clips, even if it's on your point-and-shoot camera, likely I can use a little bit of it. Um, well, you know, let me know. You Contact should, me. It's funny you should say that because I, I wanted to, I never wanted to forget, you know, uh, senseis doing the Reju and, and everything, and that I have film of him doing it, um, you know, each student down the line or what have you. And right. I saved it, and I'm like, I don't know how good this is, but I, I just I want this on my camera. I want to be able to right. review and watch him do this. So uh, I will find it the and send it to you. With something like the Reju, um, you know, because that's only talked to Shihan, Mm-hmm. Um, we won't be able to include footage of him doing that in the actual end, um, unless it's just a, a little clip, but obviously we can't um, right. uh, show right. something that's taught uh, just to teachers in that part. So, right. um, yeah, it's, it's possible that I can use a clip of it. So, again, send yeah. um, anything that you have to me, J-Y-O-G-A-N at purevowreiki.com. That's great. And if anybody doesn't have a pen or a pencil and they can't write this down right now, I want to remind you all that, uh, yes, we are broadcasting live, but within about a half an hour after the show, this show will be available in the archive version. You would click on the same link that you clicked on to access the show now in the live uh, broadcast. And um, it'll take you right to the archive version, and you can listen to the archive version whenever, you know, at your own convenience. You can listen to it later on tonight. You can listen to it a week from now, tomorrow, whenever you want. And if your friends missed the show and they were interested in this, by all means, just, you know, grab the link off of um, wherever you've seen it. It's all over the place. I know Jogan has it on his uh, Facebook page. I have it on my Facebook page. Um, it's also on the Reiki Ward Facebook page, and uh, you can access the show. And, again, you know, we're talking about these things, websites, phone numbers, and, and access. Just, you know, get it from there. Not a problem. We're, uh, we're easily accessible. <laughs> so, um, And, again, the- that's the beauty of, of the age we live in. We can all get involved in this way and interconnect in this way and all participate in the making of this, uh, of this documentary. Yeah, and, you know, I tell you, I believe that if it was available in his time, that Usui Sensei would be traveling all over the world to get his Reiki out there and, um, you know, doing whatever uh, with all of this wonderful technology we have. I I really think he'd be involved with it the same way. So, again, you know, um, it's almost like I I see Usui Sensei in Inamoto Sensei. They're almost like twins. 
<laughs> yeah, I see that too, and I feel it. Yeah. 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 So and I want to go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and being my guest. And you have a definite invitation to come back once the documentary is up and out. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to come back on, and you know, there's going to be so much, um, so many interesting stories to tell in the production of this uh, story. Um, I can't wait to share them with you, and hopefully, in oh, a yeah. year's time. They're going to be incredible. I just know they are. Can't wait. Yeah. So I will see you, Jogan, um, in the Namaste Bookshop soon. I promise. With or without <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Excellent. You're welcome anytime, Rose. It was such a pleasure to be on your, your program. Thank you. Great. Okay. Well, I want to thank everyone who listened this evening and who will be listening in the archives. I want to thank those who have called in. And hopefully we will uh, be together again next week when my subject is Reiki and how it serves to help with uh, PSTD. Or no, PTSD. Um, that's post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress disorder. So I hope to have all you back again next week. In the meantime, namaste, love, light, and healing to all of you. Thank you.